Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Aloha, although I'm not in Hawaii, I'm in Vermont, still camping, so happy to uh, join with you today. Well, there's a lot going on in the world, it's a feisty place, it's very intense, so I I know we'll get into that today in our topic today about the end of pain having the power to end pain. Yes. Well, let's begin as we always do with a prayer. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and I like to pray. So we take a breath of love and gratitude together. I place my hand on my heart, so grateful and so thankful to open and to allow the perfect love of God to live stream through us. Taking this breath of love and gratitude, we open ourselves to infinite intelligence, divine love, healing us now. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self for the purpose of remembering our true identity is already perfect, already whole, already complete, already the I am that I am. So we're surrendering any sense of lack and limitation. We're giving up thoughts of lack and attack. We're surrendering all belief in separation and recognizing that where we are, the perfect love of God is already active. We're grateful and thankful to open our awareness to surrender the pain, surrender all the habits and beliefs in pain back to the very root cause so that we never experience them again. We are grateful and we are thankful to open ourselves to an unlimited flow of divine goodness. We are grateful and thankful to open ourselves to perfect love. The healing is happening now. We are consciously choosing to be a healing presence and truly helpful in this world. In gratitude, we allow the healing to be. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 So I'm going to comment for a little bit about some of the things that are happening in the world because there's so much for us to learn from it. And with the shooting of the police, shooting of young black men, the thing for us to remember is that all lives matter. All life matters. It matters. Even though we're seeming to dwell in an illusion, all life matters. And all life is one. And the terrorism, the unrest, the snipers, all of these things just demonstrate so clearly that when we let the opinions and the judgments the unforgiveness, the hurts, and the resentments fester. When we let it ferment, nothing good can come of it. And so this is why being aware of our feelings and recognizing that our feelings give us an opportunity to call forth the healing. When there's a feeling, there can be a healing. So think about it. When the resentments, the hurt, the blame, and the shame festers, It ferments. What happens when something ferments and you shake it up? It explodes. You shake up a fermented beverage, it's going to explode, right? So there are people in the world right now who are intentionally shaking up that which has been festering so that it will explode, And their motivation is to create unrest and to create turmoil. And we see it happening all over the world. 
our call, our charge as Course in Miracles students is to realize that nothing real can be threatened and nothing unreal exists. Nothing real can be threatened. So when we are upset by anything in the world, we're making it real. So how do we walk this? How do we talk this? And how do we end the pain? Well, here's a thought for you. You know, in past generations, people didn't have access to the kinds of weapons that they have now. So we didn't have the examples of suicide bombers and terrorists the way that we do now. And in many uh, governments and cultures and societies, it was expected that people who did not support the ruling body would be tortured as a deterrent to speaking up. All kinds of different systems and things were in place then from what's happening now. So in the past, when people would explode and implode, it was far less noticeable, but still impactful because we're all one. Now, every one of us knows someone in our family probably who drank themselves to death or who went insane. We probably all know someone close to us who turned inward towards depression and hopelessness and either killed themselves or quietly gave up. So these things are not new. But how people are dealing with it is new because we have different kinds of weapons and media and all other kinds of things available now. But this phenomena of feeling disenfranchised, disrespected, um, feeling bad and wrong to such a degree that uh, someone's own self-hatred, uh, their own homophobia and self-hatred for being homosexual, all these different things, these things have been going on for a long time, but now... They're being shaken up and they're exploding. And part of it is too because there's so much light pouring in. There's such a quickening that's going on now. So let's look at the root cause and heal it at the root. Let's pull up this weed in the human race consciousness, this weed of not enough, something's wrong with me. I'm not loved, I'm not lovable, I'm bad, they're bad. All the judgments, let's pull them up at the root and retill the soil with compassion, with love, with understanding. Because love is the only true healer there is. Love is the only thing that heals to the root cause. Everything else is managing and coping. And compassion is love. It's loving understanding. So what the world needs now is love, sweet love. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. And that's what we have to share as Course in Miracles students. So let's get to it. And the section that we're going to look at today in, in the text is from chapter 22, section 6. It's called The Light of the Holy Relationship. And in paragraph 4 it says... The holy relationship has the power to heal all pain regardless of its form. So let's take that as absolute truth and start culting, cultivating holy relationships everywhere we go. Holy relationship has the power to heal all pain regardless of form. So the section begins with, do you want freedom of the body or of the mind? Do you want freedom of the body or of the mind. For both you cannot have. Which do you value? So when we're identified with the ego. Freedom of the body. What is freedom of the body? Well it's different things to different people. For some it's wealth. And having lots of resources. Wealth and resources. To do whatever we'd like to do. To protect ourselves. To live the lifestyle we'd like to live. That's freedom of the body. For some people, it would be the way our body looks and feels. It would be, for some, 
the health of the body. It would be the the beauty of the body. That would be definitely freedom to some people. To others, not so much. It would be, for some, the freedom to eat whatever they wanted. Whenever they wanted, or drink, or do whatever they wanted, without any consequence, without any hangover. For some, that would be freedom of the body. Uh, for some, it would be to get away from some oppressive force. So, And of course, there are many other possibilities. So just consider, what about you? What about you? Freedom of the mind is freedom from the ego's tyranny. Freedom of the mind is remembering your true identity, being awake, enlightened, being free of all negativity in all its forms. That's freedom of the mind. Would you like freedom of the body or freedom of the mind? For both you cannot have. Which do you value? Which is your goal? For one, you see as means the other end. And one must serve the other and lead to its predominance, increasing its importance by diminishing its own. So, if we choose freedom of the body, we're going to put the mind in service to the body. If we choose freedom of the mind, we're going to put the body in service to the mind. That's what it's saying there. Means serve the end, and as the end is reached, the value of the means decreases, eclipsed entirely when they are recognized as function functionless. So the means is in the end. Oh, excuse me. The ends is in the mean. Means. So the means serve the end. What does that mean? It's an important part of the Course in Miracles teaching. It comes up again and again. And so if what you are interested in is freedom of the mind, then you have to remember that the ends is in the means. So the end, the end goal of freedom of the mind is in the method or the means that you're employing to get there. So the way to have freedom of the mind is to focus on the mind, not the body. Where freedom of the body has been chosen, it says, the mind is used as means whose value lies in its ability to contrive ways to achieve the body's freedom. And haven't we all done a lot of that? Contriving ways to achieve the body's freedom. Right? All so many ways. In our family, in our work. We're just trying to feel more free by being able to do what we want, when we want to do it, have what we want, when we want to have it. It says, yet freedom of the body has no meaning. And so the mind is dedicated to serve illusions. So, just start to really pay attention to the ways in which you're focused so strongly and intently on achieving freedom for the body. So, it could be in trying to achieve some physical ideal through exercise and diet and supplements and things like that. And I'm not saying we shouldn't take good care of the body because I do believe that's essential. Because it's part of our life experience. It's the temple where our spirit has temporary residence, or so it seems. So it's important to be loving and respectful to every cell function and fiber of the body temple, but Let's not make it the God of our world. Let's not give it the leadership role. Now, when someone doesn't feel well, that's challenging. What's the challenge for? The challenge is for recognizing that it's time to take charge of the mind. The last summer, right around this time, I was in a great deal of pain. Because I had tweaked my back. And it was such an opportunity for me to really be vigilant with my mind. And to work with the mind in that way. 
which was helpful to me. Of course it was. It was strengthening. So it wasn't something that was unhelpful. It was very helpful. But if freedom of the body is what is most desired, when the body breaks down, it can seem as though the body is getting in our way. But remember that the Course tells us over and over again that all things are helpful. All things are helpful. So let's take even the body breakdown as helpful. So it says, freedom of the body has no meaning, and so the mind is dedicated to serve illusions. So if you're working for money to free the body, if you think that a certain amount of money is going to bring you freedom, if that's where you are, then the mind is dedicated to serve illusions. If you're working now to retire early in some way, you've, you're working, 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 your mind is dedicated to illusions. So it says, this is a situation so contradictory and so impossible that anyone who chooses this has no idea of what is valuable. Yet even in the confusion, so profound it cannot even be described, the Holy Spirit waits in gentle patience, as certain of the outcome as he is sure of his Creator's love. So no matter how long we put the mind in service to the body and we're running around like chickens with our heads cut off or just, you know, we're focused on things that don't actually matter or have meaning. The Holy Spirit is just waiting, waiting for that moment when we go, there must be a better way. Unfortunately, you know, a lot of us, we cry out in pain, there must be a better way, versus having an aha going, oh, look, there's a better way. Oh, I'm so happy I found the better way. So one of the keys that opens the door for us here is to pray and to be highly intentional about finding the better way. I'm interested in finding the better way. And I notice for myself as I'm sitting here in the, the woods of Vermont, in the green mountains at the Sunray Peace Village, uh, looking at my tent in the distance, uh, my little home away from home for a few weeks, uh, I am so aware that the Holy Spirit's got me moving around so much so that I can really become aware of all the attachments so I can let them all go. I even had an experience this week where it was raining and the water got in the tent and my current journal, which has many different kinds of notes and and journaling in it, got completely soaked. And I had many notes about curriculum and uh, working on a forgiveness book and different things, many, many notes in it. And it, when I first saw it, it was like, Everything was just this blur of purple ink. And so I just knew immediately, well, <laughs> I guess I didn't need that. I guess I didn't need that. So, but you know what? Then when I dried it out and I came back and looked at it, I went, oh, you know what? I can still read what's on the page here. It's just now all the pages are also purple. But underneath all of that, I can still read what's there. So that's one of the great lessons that I've learned is that if we can let go of attachments, we can weed that garden of our own volition. We don't have to have things ripped from our hands or destroyed or burned away. We can just go, oh, okay, I guess I didn't need that. Oh, I guess I didn't need that now. Oh, I guess I'm supposed to start again. So I'm inviting you to look at where in your life does it seem like things are falling apart? Where in your life does it seem like things are scary? Where it seems like things are not going your way and there's a great temptation to try and control it, to manage it. What if you gave it to the Holy Spirit and said, 
I don't need anything but God, and I've got God. And I'd like to know that I have God. God in my heart, God in my mind, God in my life, God in my finances, God in my cellular structure, God everywhere in my heart, in all my relationships. Let me see the truth revealing itself. Let me give up illusions. So the Holy Spirit waits in gentle patience for us to come to that moment. It says, be not disturbed at all to think how the Holy Spirit can change the role of means and ends so easily in what God loves and would have free forever. But be you rather grateful that you can be the means to serve his ends. So instead of trying to figure out, well, how is this ever going to work out? How does the Holy Spirit know? How how am I going to get to the end of this and find perfect peace and happiness? Instead of trying to figure that out, be grateful that we can be the means to serve the Holy Spirit's ends. How can we be the means to serve the Holy Spirit's ends? By entering into holy relationships. And this is how... We have the power to heal all pain regardless of its form. It says here, this is the only service that leads to freedom. Being grateful that we have the means to serve God's ends, the Holy Spirit's ends, Spirit's ends. Be grateful. This is the only service that leads to freedom. So if you're interested in feeling free, this is the only service that leads to it. This is the the way to get there. So being grateful that we can be of service. We can be truly helpful. And not coincidentally, but coinciding with that, it is my pleasure to announce to you today that... We have just put up the Living a Course of Miracles class series. So it's been over a year since I did one of these Living a Course of Miracles class series. This is the 10th one that we've done at the Power of Love Ministry. So excited to announce it to you today. Happy, happy, happy day. And in this series, it's going to be a shorter than usual series, but it's going to be packed. Our topic this time, our theme is living the miracle, being truly helpful. Living the miracle, being truly helpful. How perfectly timed is this? And we have four other teachers besides me. There's John Mundy, Miranda McPherson, Lisa Natoli, and Patricia Cotarobles. Now, Patricia isn't a Course in Miracles teacher, but she has participated in Living a Course in Miracles before, and people found it extremely helpful. Patricia has studied, uh, she has studied a Course in Miracles, but she's not considered a Course in Miracles teacher. She really teaches teachings on awakening, enlightenment, and um, sharing what the Ascended Masters like Jesus are sharing with us. She has some beautiful teachings on the teachings of Jesus. And uh, she she is someone who's very tuned in. So we've got Lisa Natoli, Miranda McPherson, and John Mundy, as well as myself. We've got 11 classes. And we're doing it all in two weeks. And something else that's new this time, it's completely free. So the audio replays will not expire. You have as long as you like to listen to them. And you will get the downloads totally for free. You will also get the transcripts totally for free. What we are asking for is a contribution or a donation. So we're changing the model of it. And we're anticipating that your donations will cover the cost. So we're taking a leap of love here and we're walking the talk. We're living the love by saying, okay, we're going to give it away for free. Usually it's the sale of the audios and the transcripts that supports the classes so that we can do them for free. And what 
Spirit has clearly said to me is give it all away. Give people a chance to get in that spirit of giving and receiving. And because it, it keeps the prosperity flowing. Uh, Power of Love Ministry is a tithing ministry. And we tithe. I tithe. Uh, much of my life is a tithe. And I know that tithing is the way to increase the flow of abundance and prosperity in my mind. And when it increases in my mind, then it increases in my life. So by sharing and giving away free things without expecting or needing anybody to give anything back to me, I have learned and demonstrated that Spirit will send support and that I am supported and guided. And I wish for everyone to have that realization as well. So everything's a teaching. Everything's a learning. We're going going for it. You're really going for it. So you can register now at livingacourseofmiracles.com. And I hope you'll share with your friends, your family, and your uh, Course of Miracles study groups as well. So... It's just one of the ways that you can be of service, be truly helpful, and to be grateful. So we're grateful, we're of service, and this is how we unlock the freedom. Be you grateful that you can be the means to serve the Holy Spirit's ends. This is the only service that leads to freedom. To serve this end, the body must be perceived as sinless. Because the goal is sinlessness. The lack of contradiction makes the soft transition from means to end as easy as is the shift from hate to gratitude before before forgiving eyes. You will be sanctified by your brother, using your body only to serve the sinless. And it will be impossible for you to hate what serves whom you would heal. So it will be impossible for you to hate anything that serves your brother and sister that you've entered into a holy relationship with. So choosing holy relationships. One of the things that I did was I said I'm interested in having only holy relationships. All holy relationships with everybody I meet in my life. And being grateful that I can do that and serve the awakening of all beings This is the only service that leads to freedom, and don't I know it. So you hear that music. It's time for us to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. I'm so grateful to be of service. I'm so grateful to join with you today. You are truly my answered prayer. Without you, couldn't have a radio show, so thank you. I invite you to go to livingacourseofmiracles.com right now and register for these free classes. I'm so excited to share them with you. We begin next week. So get in and get your place. Ah, I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course of Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk for real. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. We're talking about the power to end all pain. So appropriate for this time we're in right now. And the power comes from the holy relationship. It says, this holy relationship, lovely in its innocence, mighty in strength and blazing with a light far brighter than the sun that lights the sky you see, is chosen of your Father as a means for his own plan. So, Spirit has a plan. (laughs) Yay! Be thankful that 
This plan serves yours not at all. So it doesn't serve the ego's plan at all. Nothing entrusted to it can be misused, and nothing given it but will be used. So I love this. In the divine plan, in the divine order, no part of it can be misused. So when it seems like there's terror, when it seems like there's tragedy, when it seems like there's so much going on that's hurtful and upsetting and distressing, we can recognize absolutely that it still serves the plan. And we as Course of Miracles students, this is our calling is to recognize that everything serves this plan for more peace, more love, more joy. So what an important part of that is to be grateful that this is the service that we can perform. It is the purpose of our life, absolutely. And so when something erupts in the world that seems very distressing and upsetting, to recognize how could this serve divine plan? How could it be? How could it be? So you can think of if you have a pimple on your face or something that's erupting, some anger or some irritation, something that's erupting, it serves a holy purpose. Something is happening to help you choose more love, more peace, more joy, and to step away from the same old, same old reactions, distress, and disturbance. So this is a wonderful opportunity that we all have, and we have it every minute of every day in every situation. So perfect. So we can celebrate that perfection, or we can... We can be distressed about it. This is the choice that we have. It's wonderful that every moment gives us so much. The power to end all pain. <laughs> yep, you know what that is? That's uh, That sound, Jeff, my, I'm talking to my engineer now. There's a squirrel that is taunting me. It's just taunting me. And uh, gets into my stuff all day long. And I have to tell him, dude, Mikasa is not Sukasa. Doesn't get into my tent, but we, there's a community building here with a kitchen and it just is curious about everything. And, uh, yeah, it loves to, to, uh, make fun of me. I, I think that's the way it laughs. Anyway. <laughs> so this holy relationship has the power to heal all pain regardless of its form. The holy relationship that we have with the Holy Spirit is the one that has the power to heal all pain. And the holy relationship with the Holy Spirit is the holy relationship that we have with every being on this planet. And it says here, neither you nor your brother alone can serve at all. So we can't do it alone. We have to do it together. Only in your joint will does healing lie. Only in our joint will. Only when we join together, when we're the two or more who are gathered in the name and the nature of love, can we have healing. For here your healing is, and here will you accept atonement. And in your healing is the sonship healed because your will and your brothers are joined. Isn't that wonderful? Yes, it is. Before a holy relationship, there is no sin. The form of error is no longer seen and reason joined with love looks quietly on all confusion, observing merely, this was a mistake. So, errors, we can just simply look on it quietly and say, this was a mistake. What is a mistake? It's when we didn't choose love. But even when we don't choose love, we are always going to learn from it. Always. That's what it's for. So no matter what we choose, there will always be benefit. There will always be learning. And that's a wonderful thing. It's a gift. That's divine grace operating in our lives all the time. 
let us accept that gift. So if there's anything that you're holding against yourself or someone else, you can in this moment right now move into forgiveness by declaring, okay, I labeled that as wrong or bad, but there's something that I can learn from this. And if I can learn from it, if I can receive the gift that's encoded into it, then I don't have to repeat it. So you see in the world, we see a lot of repeating, right? We see a lot of people and we see humanity itself repeating over and over and over again the same things, the same kinds of upsets, the same kinds of eruptions. So going back to what I was sharing earlier in the show, we've all got people in our family, in our immediate world, who we have either seen or we are seeing them fester and ferment with turmoil, with depression, with anger, with resentment, with hurt, with blame and with shame. And the tendency is to think that there's something wrong with them or to think, oh, there but for the grace of God go I, or the tendency is to think, well, they're doing it to themselves, well, there's nothing I can do, or they should be different. All this litany of ego thought comes up when we look at the people in our immediate family and surroundings, and we make these judgments, and we try to form opinions about it none of which is helpful. Instead, what we can do is we can recognize, ah, I can activate a holy relationship here. I can call the Holy Spirit into my mind to see this correctly. And when I see it correctly, I will know there is no problem. That there is healing that is happening. That there is a learning opportunity that's revealing itself to me in my mind, and I can hold it. And this is how we can have a holy relationship with anyone that we might be confused about or distressed about. We have an opportunity in every moment to have a healing. It's up to us to choose it. Are we going to add more fuel to the fire of upset or are we going to choose forgiveness, which is the healer? Before a holy relationship, there is no sin. We can look at things and say this was a mistake. And then the same atonement you accepted in your relationship corrects the error and lays a part of heaven in its place. So it's our willingness to not look upon the error and make it real that dissolves the consequences of the error. And I've definitely seen this in my life. So, one example that comes to mind is that when my mother was so sick with cancer, there was the temptation to think this is wrong and this is bad and this should be different. And to think that, oh, this, um, th- th- this, these treatments are wrong and bad. This care is not right. My mother shouldn't eat that. She should eat this instead. All these different, uh, uh, different opinions and judgments came up for healing in my mind. And so I saw pretty early on that this was my opportunity to heal my mind because it bothered me so much. Any place in your life where things are bothering you so much, right there, in that turmoil, in that distress, is the power to heal all pain. If you partner up with the Holy Spirit and you declare that you're only interested in holy relationships... You can have a holy relationship with all life, and why wouldn't you wish to? Except, if you're identified with the ego, you're not going to want to give up your judgments and opinions. So it says, How blessed are you who let this gift be given? How blessed are you who let this gift be given? So when we open ourselves in that supreme willingness and surrender and say, I don't know what anything is for, and I don't know what anything is for, I don't know what anything is for, so I don't have to look at 
terrorism and political speeches that seem to shake up the ferment. I don't have to look at any of this and label it bad or wrong. I can say to the Holy Spirit, I don't know what anything is for, except it's for the good of all. It's for our healing. And I name it so. I claim it so. I will accept and receive it that way. And Holy Spirit, I allow you to inform me how this could ever be so. I'm interested in seeing the good in everything. I'm interested in giving up all regret, resentment, blame, and shame right now. Let me know how blessed I am that this gift is given to me. It says, each part of heaven that you bring is given you. So when we're forgiving, when we're giving up the judgments, and that's what true forgiveness is, is realizing that None of this is real, so why judge it? Why have an opinion about it when judgments and opinions are the absolute cause of separation thinking? When we give up the root cause of a separation thinking, which is our judgments and opinions, then each part of heaven that we bring is given to us. So, if you'd like to experience heaven on earth, you have to be interested in that. But if you're looking at your life all day going, this is wrong and this is bad and this should be different and I don't like that and I wish this would change, how interested are you in seeing heaven? Not at all. Not at all. You're completely addicted to your opinions and judgments. And boy, that was me. That was absolutely me. Absolutely me. So each part of heaven that you bring is given you and every empty place in heaven that you fill again with the eternal light you bring shines now on you. The means of sinlessness can know no fear because they carry only love with them. Child of peace, the light has come to you. Okay, the light you bring you do not recognize and yet you will remember. So our willingness leads us to the place of remembering. Who can deny himself the vision that he brings to others? So this is critical to understand. It's been very, very helpful to me that if you deny the vision of peace that's encoded into everything, if you deny the healing that's encoded into everything, if you deny the wisdom that's encoded into everything and you label things bad and wrong and say they shouldn't be or they should be different, then you're denying yourself the vision. Because we're to be vision holders and to share the vision of peace and perfection with everyone. But if we're not doing that, then we won't have the vision for ourselves. If we're not sharing the vision with others, we can't have it for ourselves. It says, who would fail to recognize a gift he let be laid in heaven through himself? So when you're the gift giver, when you lay that gift of non-judgment, You'll recognize it. You'll have it. You'll see it. You'll enjoy it. The gentle service that you give the Holy Spirit is service to yourself. You who are now the Holy Spirit's means must love all that the Holy Spirit loves. And what you bring is your remembrance of everything that is eternal. No trace of anything in time can long remain in a mind that serves the timeless. And this is one of the things that I have really recognized, is um, early on, before I discovered A Course in Miracles, I started to say to the higher Holy Spirit self, everything that's ever happened to me that's been painful, that I don't have a use for anymore, that I can't share and bring some benefit with, if I can't share from it or teach from it in some way, just take it out of my mind. I don't need it anymore. I have no interest in clinging to one memory of pain and suffering that I can't be truly helpful with. Just clear out the cash, the C-A-C-H-E, the cash, like in your web browser. Just clear it out. Let's go back to the default settings here. All holy relationships all the time. 
No trace of anything in time can long remain in a mind that serves the timeless. So we can wake up every day and say, Today I serve the timeless. Today I serve eternal reality. Today I serve the Holy Spirit. Today I serve at the pleasure of the Holy Spirit. That is the only service that leads to freedom. I'm interested in claiming a holy relationship with every being on this planet. Woohoo! <laughs> it says, No illusion can disturb the peace of a relationship that has become the means of peace. And that's what I find, is that the more you are entering, the more I am entering into these holy relationships and experiencing them as holy, when stuff does happen, there's no disturbance. Instead, I have the peace of God. So when... Somebody that I have a holy relationship with does something that in the past would have been irritating or frustrating or annoying or something like that. I can actually go, oh, well, hmm, that happened. And feel peaceful. Doesn't mean I won't take action. Doesn't mean I might not say something. But I don't have to be offended or hurt or judgmental. And so the amount of upset that I experience on a daily basis has diminished by, uh, you know, over 90%. Because I used to feel upset all day long. And now I feel irritated or annoyed or frustrated very briefly, momentarily. Sometimes eh, there's a little bit bigger thing, I get a little bit more to work out, but I always take it now as an opportunity to have more healing and bring more benefit and more peace that I can share with my brothers and sisters. So I don't feel like a victim anymore at all. And that is lovely. It says here, when you've looked upon your brother with complete forgiveness from which no error is excluded and nothing kept hidden. What mistake can there be anywhere you cannot overlook? And that's what I'm talking about. So, yeah, people still do things like they forget that I don't like this or that. But they're not doing it intentionally. They're not doing it to hurt me. There's no need to be offended. They forget. I forget things too. That's life. No big deal. But years ago, I would have been deeply offended and hurt. And now I'm in situations all the time where I'm in relationship with people, where I have a holy relationship with them, and they don't know anything about A Course in Miracles. They don't know anything about holy relationships. And they're taking offense and getting upset with somebody else I'm in a holy relationship with. And they want me to take their side. And I don't have to take their side. And there's no turmoil. Instead, I can take the side of love, which is everybody's side. Because there are no sides. Sides are an illusion. Everybody's life matters. All of life matters. All of life matters. All life matters. And it doesn't matter what someone has done or what's been done to them. All life matters. No error is excluded and nothing kept hidden. What mistake can there be anywhere you cannot overlook? Now, if someone is torturing and killing people, that's certainly uh, an error. And... We can overlook it in terms of not judging it, but that doesn't mean we can't go in and, and, and feel guided to be truly helpful. Because there are definitely times when I feel guided to be truly helpful, to go in and say, how, how can I be helpful here? Not thinking that I already know, but allowing myself to be guided and directed by the Holy Spirit. And I've been able to enter into situations where people are arguing, where they're deeply hurt, where they're feeling violent, and to be able to help bring peace. But I cannot do that if I'm judging. 
There's just no way. So the way to end all pain is to be of service to the Holy Spirit in every moment of every day and to cultivate the holy relationship in all relationships. That is the way to end all pain. And if we all get on board, it's going to happen very quickly. So the thing is for us to look at, are we actually on board? Are we walking the talk? Are we living the love? Let us not criticize others because that is just projecting our own self-criticism outwards. All forgiveness is self-forgiveness. All love is self-love. All criticism is self-criticism because there's only one. Let's accept it. Let's work with it. Let's discover the freedom that comes with being of service to the Holy Spirit with our whole life. So that's the purpose of this upcoming series with A Living A Course of Miracles. Very excited about it. Remember, all the classes are free. Unlimited replays, downloads, transcripts, every part of it free. If you'd like to make an offering and contribute to support, I thank you. And uh, you can register right now at com. This radio show is also free. All the downloads are free. We've got more than 240 episodes over the years with Ken Wapnick and Gary Renard, and David Hoffmeister and John Mundy and oh, so many people. If you like the radio show, two things you can do to support us are to make a contribution and to... Um, write a review wherever you download it from, from iTunes or Stitcher. And uh, Power of Love Ministry funds this radio show along with the Unity Online ne- Network. So it's a joint effort. Uh, you can make a contribution uh, to Power of Love Ministry.net or at jenniferhadley.com or at livingofcourseofmiracles.com. You can make contributions, all those places. We're shortly going to announce. The transcripts of the radio show. We've got a lot of wonderful projects in line. And don't forget the free A Course in Miracles app, complete with deluxe features at iTunes for your iPad and your iPhone. Oh, so much to share. So grateful to share with you today. Let's take that breath of love and gratitude and be so supremely grateful that love is all that we are and that we can bring an end to pain. We're grateful and thankful to declare right now that we're in service to the Holy Spirit, that our life is a life of love. We are walking the talk. We're being truly helpful. And in gratitude, we share the benefits with all. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you.